Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to speak on stepping into hardship and doing your best. Before I get into it, if you want to help me out, the best way to do so is to drop a rating and review. And to do so on Apple, you scroll to the bottom of the episodes and you can write or give a star rating on Spotify. You could give a star rating. I appreciate that. I I'm so thankful for anyone who reaches out and gives me any feedback. And just for anyone new, I do a few types of episodes. Number one is today, today's type of episode where I am expressing my inner dialogue, doing a solo topic. And essentially it's just a rant, 20 minutes, 15 minutes. And then Also, I have conversations with like-minded individuals. I don't count it as an interview because that's not what I'm doing. I'm simply having an authentic conversation, looking to learn things myself and hopefully provide value for you guys. And then third, once I get some questions, you could send any questions, any topics, anything that you would like me to speak on, send that into Capital at protonmail.com. When I get some good questions, quality ideas, I'll address those and make videos and tweets, threads on those topics that you're interested in. So stepping into hardship and doing your best. The first point is overcoming challenge. In your experience, it's inevitable to come across hardship in tough circumstances, and situations that are out of your control. But the thing is, you have a choice to make. Do we complain and act like a victim? Or do we choose to voluntarily do our best and overcome the challenge? The benefit, one benefit, is you build your confidence through overcoming challenge. Instead of backing down and acting as if life is so hard and you're a victim, you know, you take the steps that are required. Let's say that you're unhappy with your body. You don't feel good. And by don't feel good, I'm referring to your mood, your energy levels are low. You feel drained and lethargic often. So that's a challenge right there. That is a a rut. Humans don't have to feel below average. Humans can wake up every day energetic and positive, doing meaningful work. You build your confidence first by tackling the fundamentals. So we have to look at what are we putting into our mind? What are we putting into our body? And if if you are not taking care of your body, the odds that you're a confident human are low. Because when you look in the mirror and you see a, a lethargic, flabby, out of shape being that links to your mind that mind body connection is real and it isn't to be underestimated you look in the mirror you're ripped you're toned and defined that 
immediately is going to help your mind. I'm not implying that it's only the physical. There are other aspects too, but the physical is not to be forgotten about. So you build your confidence through monitoring your input and you monitor your input, you raise your energy levels. Therefore, you can start working on better habits and become more intentional with your focus. Instead of having your attention waver all day, you recognize when you might be thinking about something you shouldn't be thinking about, thinking about something out of your control. And then you rewire, you realign and focus on that, which you do control your actions, your energies, and your thoughts. And to control those things, there are subcategories of, of inputs. So number two of overcoming challenges is you develop skills. So the challenge occurred because you either lack knowledge or you lack the skill. And now you have the, the opportunity to take that challenge and turn it into a, a inspiration or a motivation. So reframing is one of the most helpful things that a human being can do because perception is unique to the individual. Me and you could both look at and experience the same situation, but due to our beliefs and how we were raised, our, our environment, and we will perceive that situation differently. So it's interesting how your, your circumstances and what you go through throughout life is going to shape the way that you look at things. But if you're a person who overcomes challenges and aims to develop skills, you're going to be continually progressing. And when you're over time adding and adding tools to your belt continuously, you're, you're compounding works in such a magnificent way that the skills that were poured, that the skills that you poured energy into day in and out over time, those skills will be like your, your fundamentals, your foundation. But th this is why it's important to balance and diversify where you put your effort. But in the building of skills, I would I, personally, it's best to go all in on a specific skill, get to a efficient manner, a, a quality, what is the word, a quality degree of that skill, and then move on. Don't spread yourself too thin where you're working on, on marketing and relationships and your, your nutrition and you're spreading yourself too thin. You cannot become the best in your business, the best husband and get in the best physical shape all at the same time. You, you need to figure out what your priority is at this point. And then as you remain consistent, you knock off 
one skill or one priority, you can move on to that other one. I would not recommend spreading yourself so thin that your life begins to feel chaotic. That's not, that's not what you want, but you do want a mix between chaos and unpredictability, chaos and predictability. So it really comes down to you and your natural, you, you have to go through these things yourself. I could tell you everything I know. You could listen to all the educational content, but if you don't take action, if you do not put daily lever moving actions behind the education, nothing good's going to happen. So <clears throat> third point, life is confusing. And it is what it is. When you have challenges come at you, you're not going to know the answers all the time, but answers start with thoughts. And if you're at least asking yourself the questions um, for, for your certain specific situation, there's going to be questions that you need to ask. And there's a difference between asking low quality, unclear questions and asking encouraging detailed questions. If you're going through life, not reflecting, not questioning yourself. And even if you are questioning yourself, but there are poor questions, like, let me come up with a example. If I say to myself, why do I look like such shit? That's a low quality question. It implies that I look like shit and it implies the answer is going to be negative, something wrong with me. Instead, same topic, let's say I don't look good or, or I'm questioning how I look. What can I do to make myself feel better about my appearance? Same topic two different questions, two completely different outcomes. One negative, disempowering. The other one encourage you, encourages you to think good, positive thoughts. So number two, breaking the comfort zone. In breaking through the comfort zone, you're going to realize that you were stronger than you thought. But to, to even ponder the fact that you might be sitting in a comfort zone, that is a sign that some part of you is ready to grow and expand. Because in this comfort zone, it's not as if your life is horrible. But then there's also the knowing that what could your life become if you were to be more intentional to, to express your true curiosities. See, the comfort zone is this realm where you're, you're not fulfilled and happy, but you're not miserable either. And you're just kind of stagnant, mediocre. This zone is where most of our society and culture lives in. And it's, it's detri detrimental to your human potential to sit in your comfort zone. The nobody, nobody knows what you could become. And the only person who has somewhat of an idea of what you should be doing is you. But often we find ourselves 
listening to external guidance for our life direction. And I'm, I'm not here to say that um, wisdom isn't gathered through experience. I, I definitely think the older people become, probably it's likely that they're going to have more wisdom and education and knowledge. But at the same time, I'm, I'm willing to state that nobody knows what you should be doing more than yourself. And so, so there's that balance. You, you break out of the comfort zone and you're, you're building your confidence. So when people tell you what you should be doing and where you should be going, you actually have the, the strength, the courage to number one, listen to them. But number two, you don't have to accept what other people say. You can listen and hear them without accepting that what they said is true. Like my grandpa wanted me to go down this corporate nine to five route super badly. And I listened to him. It it bothered me a little bit, but I pondered on the question definitely. And eventually I figured out, no, I'm going to do what feels right for me. And it, it was not an easy decision to overcome the external pressures, not at all, but you break through your comfort zone and you realize your strength. So number two is the rewiring of limiting beliefs. We all have beliefs, even people who have been on this development, this self-development journey for a while, new limiting beliefs pop up. And we have to rewire those. It is this continuous process of making sure that our mind is is clear and efficient and not being sabotaged by, by any beliefs or ideals. So a good exercise that I would recommend to anyone is pen, paper, or on your computer, pick some limiting beliefs. So let me come up with an example. Let's say that I, so, so me and my sister haven't been getting along lately. This is healing, but so, so if, you know what, I really can't come up with an example for that. Mm. But the exercise essentially comes down to, okay, you get a belief that is negative, a belief that is not encouraging you to where you want to go. And then you rewrite that rewrite that belief to be a encouraging statement. Instead of having that, that negative limiting belief, you, you completely change it into a belief that supports the direction you're headed. And then number three, the unknown is what teaches you. Jordan Peterson mentions that all we're doing in life is going on this stretch of being in the unknown. And then we come back to the known and we go out a little bit further next time to, to the 
further unknown. And then we come back to the known. And what that is, is the act of getting out of your comfort zone, getting a little bit too uncomfortable, coming back. But then you don't stay there forever. You go and you explore a bit further the, the next time. So what we'll end this section off with is it's not that you always have to be uncomfortable. It's just that you should not always be comfortable. Too far, you stretch too far to either extreme in any category of life, and you're going to start having pain. And then number three, why try? Well, the first point is what you do compounds. And this comes for, comes, th this is related to if you're doing positive things or negative things, both compound. So let's say you're lying to yourself, you're stealing, you're eating bad food, and you're consuming fearful, negative, dramatic information from mainstream media. Oh my, that's going to compound into a chaotic life. You're going to be absent of any structure, and you're going to just be this emotional, chaotic creature, that's not good. But you do the right things, you regulate your emotions, you pay attention to what you're focusing on, you're eating healthy food, you're training every day, you're reflecting upon how you're living your life. That is going to lead you to become better, to connect with uh, like-minded individuals. Either way, the negative route or the positive route, you're going to get more of that thing. So it's important to choose wisely what you do. Every single decision you make is a vote for the person you are wanting to become. So positive emotions are tied to progress and responsibility. If you do not have any responsibility, you don't have any meaning. And so younger Justin, immature Justin did not want responsibility. And I lived more of a autopilot, meaningless existence. I was just distracting myself, you know, friends, entertainment, sports. And I was not investigating my emotional states, my psychological well-being at all. And I was able to avoid doing those things because I had a abundance of distractions around me. But also the point is, I didn't have much responsibility, not much at all. And I didn't have any projects I was really working towards. So sure I was making progress in like sports, but that's one aspect of many areas of my life. So I was doing good in one area of many, which means overall I was not doing good. And this is coming from someone who, who I enjoyed high school. Yeah, it was fun, but I soon came to realize there was a lot of things I was missing out or, or leaving out. I was not being as intentional with my time as I could have been. So if you take on responsibility and you're, you're, you have some projects, you're 
moving the daily levers, working towards those projects, which means you're making progress. You're going to have positive emotions. It's not about reaching the goal. It's about setting a high target and moving closer to that target. That's what makes humans feel meaning and fulfillment. Happiness is a, is a fleeting feeling. You get happiness and, and it, it doesn't stay forever. You have to continuously be working towards something to feel good about yourself. That is, I, I don't understand everything about human behavior and nature, but that is how we are. Interesting beings. And then third is don't squander the energy that others have poured into you. So my dad, not around abuse substances, he did pour energy into me though. And it wasn't negative. He, he tried his best, honestly. And so, so I don't hold the grudge towards him. And I don't try my best necessarily just for him, but there is a piece of the energy that he poured into me. I do not want to squander that. Then you have the mother, my mom specifically, amazing parent. And without her, I would not be doing anything good in my life. So she gave me the structure. She gave me everything I needed to become a good individual. She is that burn, that rock, the reason why I am aiming up so high. But then, so there's the parents, that energy. Then there's all the other people you've came across in your entire life experience. There have been teachers, coaches, individuals, and friends who have poured energy into you. Don't squander that energy. You have, have the responsibility to become the best person you can possibly be. Nobody knows who that could be. And you just have to have some sort of reasoning behind it. It, it. It's not motivation. It is a burn, a why, a vision, a mission, something long-term, something so important that that's your only option. So if you enjoy, the fee is simple. Share it with a like-minded friend. That's what helps me out the most. And I'm never going to run ads unless it's my own product, my own service, or, or potentially something that I completely believe in. But point is, too many people take advertisements for things that they don't really use, things that haven't really changed their life. So share it with a friend. That's all I need from you. I appreciate you. Have a good day.